You're listening to KBCR News. I'm Jessica Greenwell. On Fridays, we speak with former Press Enterprise columnist and longtime KBCR News contributor Cassie McDuff about some of the big stories around the Inland Empire. Good morning, Cassie. Good morning, Jessica. So Riverside County has tightened the rules for short-term rentals like Airbnbs in Idlewild and the Temecula Valley wine country. Yeah, this issue has pitted neighbor against neighbor for years. Residents say having short-term rentals in the neighborhood has disrupted their neighborhoods and damaged property values as renters hold late-night parties, drive dangerously, take up parking spaces, and leave behind trash. Owners of short-term rentals, on the other hand, say they've invested a lot of money in their properties and they have a right to operate businesses in them. So Riverside County enacted an almost two-year moratorium on new short-term rental business licenses to give planning staff time to work with both sides to come up with a compromise solution. What they came up with and what was approved by the Board of Supervisors this week was a limit on the number of licenses that will be granted in the mountains around Idlewild and the Temecula Wine Country, where about 60% of short-term rentals in unincorporated Riverside County are located. Cities, of course, make their own rules. But in the Idlewild area, the number of licenses will be capped at 500, and in the Temecula wine country, a little over 200. The new rules will also allow license holders to pass the licenses on to immediate family members, that was a point of contention, and rental owners who hold more than two licenses will be grandfathered in and allowed to keep the excess licenses but not apply for more licenses. Otherwise, the limit is two per owner. And didn't Riverside County have some rules regarding Airbnbs in general? Yeah, this was actually the second round of revisions to short-term rental rules. In 2022, the county limited the number of guests at a single rental at 10 to 20, depending on acreage. And by the way, Jessica, San Bernardino County is also in the process of revising its short-term rental rules with a similar process of staff consulting with owners and neighbors to reach a compromise. Well, thank you so much for that update, and we'll see what happens in San Bernardino County. And democracy watchdogs say the Riverside County Sheriff has no business investigating voter registration and election operations in the county. What's happening here? Well, there are two concerns here. One, normally election irregularities would be investigated by district attorney's office or the secretary of state, or in the case of a national election by federal authorities. And two, there's a concern that having the sheriff's department poking around in voter registration documents and election records could intimidate people from exercising their right to vote. In other words, voter suppression. Riverside County Sheriff Chad Bianco defends his agency's involvement, saying it could actually restore the public's faith in elections. The Press Enterprise spoke to a couple of nonprofit pro-democracy groups, Protect Democracy and States United Democracy Center, Lawyers at each of them said Bianco's agency's involvement could be problematic. One said having a uniformed officer show up at your door and question your voting experience could scare people away from voting. The other said a sheriff's office should only investigate credible allegations, not chase down baseless conspiracy theories. Bianco said people have very little confidence in the election process now, and investigating allegations of fraud actually could help assure people that an election is secure. 
this discussion came about after the 2022 election when the sheriff sought voter registration records and interviewed county election staff as part of a criminal probe into alleged vote fraud. The registrar refused to give up the records without a court order, and the sheriff's department eventually got that in 2023, and then the registrar turned over those records. And so didn't the Riverside County DA and the grand jury investigate alleged fraud in recent elections? Yes, they did. And very little fraud was found. In fact, most cases were things like father-son relatives with similar names voting, not people who voted twice. So I recall the Board of Supervisors did create an election advisory committee to help address concerns about how elections are run in the county. Yeah, that's right. The purpose was to have an independent panel of citizens to act as a sounding board for people's concerns and and maybe come up with ideas to improve election processes. But in reality, other than tweaking a few things around the edges, the county has to follow state and federal laws governing how elections are conducted. It would take an act of the legislature or Congress to change the rules. Well, thank you for clarifying that. And lastly today, a new study says the Salton Sea contains enough lithium for 375 million electric vehicle batteries. Right. The U.S. government commissioned this study by Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory several years ago, and the results have just been released. The Salton Sea contains one of the largest lithium deposits in the world. And since there's only one domestic producer, the U.S. has had to import most of the lithium it needs from other parts of the world, mostly Australia and South America. The U.S. government declared lithium a critical mineral in 2021 because it's needed for lithium-ion batteries that power everything from cell phones to laptops to EVs, electric vehicles. And it's considered key to getting the world economies off of fossil fuels. And President Biden has a goal of making 50 percent of the vehicles on the road electric by 2030. So this study showed that more than 3,400 kilotons of lithium are below the Salton Sea. This opens the door for companies that want to extract it to get financing now that they know how much is there. Two companies, Berkshire Hathaway and Energy Source, already operate geothermal power plants at the Salton Sea, and they expect to be able to convert them to lithium extraction within the next five to seven years. The concern, of course, is whether these operations will worsen air quality, water resources, emissions, and seismic activity. The study was fairly optimistic on those counts. It said they won't create new emissions or increase seismic activity, but water use is still a concern. It sounds like a process that will need to be monitored closely to minimize any environmental impact, for sure. Yeah, let's hope regulators keep a close eye on it. Well, thank you so much, Cassie, for your contributions, as always. We appreciate your time. Thank you, Jessica. Longtime journalist Cassie McDuff helps us out regularly on our Friday morning news wrap, and these reports are posted at kbcrnews.org. This report is made possible with the support of the Southern California News Group, publisher of the Press Enterprise, San Bernardino Sun, Inland Valley Daily Bulletin, and other Southern California newspapers. I'm Jessica Greenwell. KVCR News.